0: Welcome back to the podcast. Beloved, this is indeed your brother, Big BJ, checking in. Today we're going to talk about marriage. We're going to talk about marriage, the marriage union. We're going to talk about human beings. We're going to discuss um, having and nerve. So we're going to talk about creation. Right. We're going to um, we're going to speak a little bit about the creation story. Right. And when we say creation story. We're talking about your story. When we talk about the making of heaven and earth. Right. We may even talk about hell a little bit because. um uh, Operating From the lower self Is what it seems to be The bigger problem Right The bigger issue If you look at the celebrity world The black celebrity world Of entertainment You see some marriages That's uh, going through some bumpy roads They're making headlines Right we see Tiana Taylor and I Man Shrumpert going through a thing. Uh, we see Lil Scrappy and Bambi going through a thing, right? Then you got some rumor mills that's floating around an elder, right? Our brother Steve Harvey and his wife Marjorie is just some rumors flying around. There's some rumors floating around. And big mama always told me There is a little bit of truth To the rumor mill It just ain't all just fake It's some truth tied into the rumor mill That's how come a rumor can take off Cause it's some truth Right It's some truth mixed in um, Our Canaanite brothers said it the best Right Our Morse brothers the way Noble Drew Ali Peace be upon him He had a saying He said that The truth and falsehood is strangely mixed that's the way he's to put it, you know what I'm saying? So that would be the best way to describe that. Our West African brother Pat Poos, hip hop MC from New York, from Brooklyn, him and his queen, Remy Ma is going through a thing, and then we see Atlanta artist Jeezy pulled all the way out of the deal. He found, right? Him and our yellow sister. Jenny May We had a conversation I want to say Maybe like a week ago And we were talking about the impact Of pornography On our brothers Because we identify pornography as a trick Man, it's just a trick Right because we are taught In the village that we beloved As original people are dealing with A scientific deceiver A scientific deceiver. He's just not no ordinary guy. It's the science behind what he's doing. And in the comments, one of our long-term supporters and listeners stated that she is going through a divorce for this similar reason. Right. So, all right. If we can just sit back. Let's have a conversation about nation building. Um, Let's have a conversation about marriage, mate selection. We just talking, right? Um, You know, we just talking. That's all I can say. You know, a divorce, beloved, is a change in direction. That's when someone said they're going to get a divorce, they're saying, all right, I'm going to turn aside, turn away from the path that we've been going together. Our destination is not lining up. Right. So we're going to put a change in direction, a change in course, and you're just going to go your way. And I'm going to go my way. Right. Um." Alright, we're going to dig into that We're going to dig into that We got coffee We're just going to take our time Right, and we're going to talk about marriage and divorce And there's a phrase That we often say on this podcast That came from one of our greatest ancestors From the east, right? All is the mind and the universe is mental i want you to remember that i want you to kind of like every now and then just remind yourself you're just driving you just say all is mind," and the universe is mental all is mind all is mind and the universe is mental right There is really, beloved, no such thing as maritable problems. Marriage problems, marriage issues. It's all in the mind. It's a battle. If you are marrying, there is a battle over your mind. And then there's a battle over your spouse's mind. There's three things that's on the books that heighten the filing of divorces. It's domestic. That's number one. It's financial. Number two. There's infidelity. And that's number three. It's not in no order. But those are the three things in which folks say, okay, I I didn't have enough. On this platform, we talk about the power and importance of separation. We don't stand with divorce because we know everything is a mind game, it is a mental game. If you having a behavior problem out of your spouse, right? We know that so goes the mind. Soul goes to body. It's bigger than somebody just moving around, saying some things that you don't like, doing some things you don't like. Because when you see the behavior, that's a thinking and a thought process that you see it through. Chain is emotion. motion. That thinking and that thought pattern comes out of the soul of the person. So it's just deeper than somebody just doing something. Now you have to go back and look at your wife. Or your husband creation story. And then you have to also consider they were created in birth in the wilderness of North America and the territory that we call the United States. Right? So you have to really ask yourself, especially if you're an original man and rigid woman, what kind of men does America produce? Right? I'm just let's just put it out there. What kind of men do America produce? What kind of man does your state and your city produce? What kind of man? Righteous man, unrighteous man, working man, don't like to work. Uh, One that's full of profanity, one that's not. One that's full of fighting, one that's not. Like, what kind of man? And you have to just ask yourself, okay, what kind of women is the United States producing? Original women, what are they producing that you can see on a normal basis? One that cooks. Or she don't like to cook. One that clean, she don't like to clean. One that fight, she don't like to fight. One that's good at handling money, or she don't like handling money. One that's good at spending money or making mo- like what kinda you have to really ask yourself. Because we can't walk into this union blind. I'm not really sure. When i people get married, I'm not really sure like what kind of vows they're taking. Because if I'm people is taking the traditional vows, I'm like, man, you kinda locked into that. I don't see how you can kinda get out of that. Um When you start saying things like, for better, for worse, and then death do you part, I don't see how you can get out of that. So, brothers typically say, well, my old lady cheated on me. My wife cheated on me and she ran around on me. And beloved, the only thing I can give you is the game that my grandfathers and my uncles gave me. And infidelity for a man... That's not a big enough reason to cut your wife off. This is what I was taught, beloved. It's not enough. It's not a big enough reason. So you say, well, V, I ain't studying. That's your family. That's your thing. I got religion on my side, and then I have to ask you, well, do you? Do you? Do you got religion on your side? Because I know how poor chop explains certain things. It is never really in full detail, right? But we just have a little small, little brief conversation on it. I ain't going to go too deep into that because I want to go another direction. You know, beloved, in the East, adultery was, uh, that was a offense that brought about capital punishment. Do you know that? Adultery brought about capital punishment. Now, the capital punishment was not connected to the man's ego. Like, oh, your ego just hurt we just going to stone shorty And we're going to push up it, it wasn't connected to the man's ego It was connected To an unseen force Because there's two manifestations There's an open manifestation And a hidden one um, Marriage was an institution That allowed the reproduction Of human beings right? It was a vehicle that was used for reproduction Of course you don't have to be married to have a child But when you build in a nation and you're in a tribe This is the most proper way to do it. When a man and a woman got married and we just putting this on the east, that man and that woman became one. Now that has that's true to this very day. You take a oneness ritual. That's not like no lightweight stuff. When you jump up and you marry somebody, you took a oneness ritual, meaning you're joining the souls together. Right. So you as a man is heaven and earth because the mind is the heaven. Your body is the earth. That woman is also heaven and earth. And y'all joining what's on her earth and what's in her heaven and what's in your heaven and in your earth. Y'all are making them one. The only way you can separate that if a person died. That's why the stones was important when you caught somebody in adultery. Okay. The criteria of charging a spouse with that is it was underneath the mouth of two or three witnesses and the woman had to be caught in the act now let's just stop where you see judgment in that beloved I see grace in that because we live in the real world what is the chances that your wife got two people seeing it Charlie and Rico seeing your wife getting drilled down what is the chance <laughs> brother what is the chances of that because we we're going to play this game from the east we all oh, ma'am old lady now you caught something in the phone or email, or text, or a DM, or something like that. That's not a witness, beloved. You just caught something on the phone. In the East, for you to charge a wife with a capital... This, this is capital punishment now. This is the, this a serious business. You had, this, had the voice of two or three witnesses to establish that. That charge, brother. It just didn't happen like that. But again, what is the chances of two people, two different people, or three people, catching your wife in the very act... See, that was almost impossible. That's why it was put that way, because it was a form of grace. So let's go to the other side of it. See, what that produced was the stone produced the breaking of the joining of souls. That way that person through death would make you free. Now, in these days, you're not doing it. You're just giving somebody... So now you got one wife, one ex-wife over here, another ex-wife over there. We're not judging. We're just talking. And you just, all these oneness rituals is not really, it doesn't really work that way. Because once you take a oneness ritual, it's not separated to the person that's no longer here. We're just having a real conversation. So some of you guys say, well, V, I subscribe to a different religion. We're deeper East. You subscribe (laughs) to the religion out of uh, Saudi Arabia. Well, beloved, I am This I got news for you. It was not in the mouth of four witnesses over there. So you see how that game worked? What is the chances of four witnesses seeing your old lady getting drilled down? It, that's the thing of grace, bro. But I think people missed it and they just jumped to the, well, I caught my old lady doing this and doing that. Now, this is why that, that was for capital punishment. The elders watched everything down to three generations. They watched it and what they notice is that the activity of adultery because a man sleeping with another man's wife, he's sleeping with that man indirectly is what he's really doing. So that energy is throwing everything off, which when you see this, he's putting the man, the husband by default in like a like a homosexual relationship, which is a sexual union that does not bear out reproduction. That is the problem with that. This is why homosexuality was forbidden because you cannot build a nation where you have sexual acts that's not going toward reproduction. They call sexual acts that's going towards uh, that's not going towards reproduction. Not to say with humans, they call that sodomy. All right. If you do the research on sodomy, beloved, sodomy just ain't no anal sex. It's anal sex. It's oral sex. is any kind of sex y'all having that's not leading to reproduction. Now let's stop. That's the issue with that. Right? I just want to kind of get that off so we can put that on the table. Because when we start going down and talking about unions, this is what we're dealing with. Right? There is no way to get out of it. That's most men calling card adultery or she's spending too much money because I know a brother that he filing for divorce because his wife she can't stay from going downtown we got casinos downtown and she keeps you know he got 7,500 bucks in the bank and then next thing you know he got 5,600 now he got 3,800 and every time he gets paid the money's going down his wife has a gambling issue so um he just can't take it. He's like, she's draining up the resources. He got to get rid of her. He got to change direction. And OK. If we. If we can just for a second, I want to talk about heaven and earth. Right. We're going to talk about a creation story. Um, When you think about heaven, what do you think about? You think about something in the sky typically most people think about something that's in the sky so what we're going to attempt to do is show you the parallel between that which is above you connected with that which is beneath you and then you have a space which the earth is here and then the firmament is kind of further up but there's a space that it kind of floats in between that it's not all the way up in the heavens but it's kind of well you know where the birds can kind of go And the bees and some insects can kind of make it there. But they can't go... Like the bees can't go all the way up. It's a spot where they can't go all the way up. Beloved, that's you. Heaven is your mind. The elders call it the firmament. That is your mind. Then the earth is your body. And the creeping things... And the beast of the field... And the snakes and everything... It's on the earth, the man, which is put over the earth, which is you. And I'm not talking about the physical man. I'm talking about the inner man is put over the earth to subdue the creeping things, the fowl of the air, the fish of the sea. And we're going to talk about the fish of the sea because it's not just the fish of the sea. It's the fish. Of, it's your um, it's in your loins. It's in your nutsack. It's the swimmers that you have beloved. love it. That is the fish of the sea. So, if you read the book of the creation story in the religious world, you're reading the book and you will notice that when it got down to the fish of the sea, the designer blessed the fish. Now, unless you think, because I want you to go back and read it. I want you to go back and read the creation story. Day one, day two, day three, day four, day all these days, things are being created. And when it gets to the fish of the sea, it said he blessed the fish now if you think the designer stood out over the pacific ocean of the atlantic ocean and start praying for the trout and the uh, <laughs> and catfish and all you know if you think that that's cool right It's nothing wrong with that it's all good you also have swimmers as a man inside of you that is unlimited just like the pacific ocean just like the indian ocean Just like the Atlantic Ocean, you have things, you know, they tell you scientists to say they don't know what's really or how many things are really in the sea. And that is the that's above. So you're the beneath version. That's the replica of what's going on in the ocean because you have so many swimmers. Right. So many sperm cells, they can never number. Some small and then some great meaning what could come out of the sea could be small as like small little fish, little guffy, or big as a great whale, and you produce the same through your sperm count, right? Some children, not so great, kind of normal, mediocre, and then you can raise a great person, a person of renown, right? Different story for different day. That is you, beloved. Now, you have the most, the most, uh, perfect creator at the beginning of creation, creating heaven and earth and putting a man and then putting the female energy over the earth creation and the mind, right? Your parents and creating you help. Well, how can I say it? All right, may, let me say it this way. Because I was going to say, let me say it this way. When you were born, your parents sold things in and out of you as earth, as their earth, through their own creation stone. You got your own garden, beloved. Certain things were put in, certain things were poured out. The heaven is the highest form of yourself. It's firm. It's nothing moving around in heaven. When you look up in the sky, that's what elders call it. The firmament. Like it's firm. It's not moving around. The sun ain't floating all around. That star going to be there every day. You go at night. It's going to be at the same place every night. Nothing's floating around in the heavens. beloved None... <laughs> Look, The stars line up the same way. The sun going to be there. The moon going to be there. Ain't nothing just flying around, moving around in the heavens. It's firm. Things is moving around in the earth. And when things... Go too far, the man or the mind is there to prevent entropy. I just really hope I'm not talking over nobody here, right? Because we're going to tie this all back into your spouse. Your parents created you, right? Things are sown in you, things were taken out of you, your earth, and then the man resides in your mind over your earth. When you meet a woman, or you meet a man, you're combining your heaven and earth with their heaven and earth. And you know what? Everything can't make it. The earth is one hundred ninety-six million nine hundred forty thousand square miles. So, while you been earth and she been earth, you gonna have to lose some of yourself, and she gonna have to lose some of herself, so y'all can be one earth. It's going to be one heaven. That's the deal. When you have marital issues, somebody is holding on to their own heaven. Somebody is holding on to their own earth. So we get accused on the podcast, right? The accusers and they say, because I always say, well, a life coach should be in your wheelhouse if you marry, right? You should have a life coach. You should have a marriage coach, right? You should have some elders that you rock with to get marital advice from. Um, if you're having marriage issues, you should have a therapist. And some people say, V, you think therapists can fix everything? Beloved, all is the mind. It's all it's all the mind. The universe is mental. So your brain is a program. It's programmed. You coming out into the Americas, beloved. What kind of images Do you think well, Alright let me say it this way I don't want to say it, Let me say it this way Lil Scrappy And Bambi Which is his wife Is going through a thing They're leaning towards divorce Right They're going to go through A change of direction Okay Okay um, Have you ever seen Lil Scrappy The family background Family dynamic That Lil Scrappy came from His dad is a His dad is a hustler his mom is like a pimp. So you, we're watching his designers, right? We're going to his creation story. And then they birthed a beautiful baby boy when Scrabby was born. And they birthed a heaven and the earth. Meaning they, they feeding the body one thing. And then they're feeding the heaven something else. This is his mind. All right. Now he grows up. He's his own heaven and earth. The man, the inner man is over the mind. What is he choosing from to make his decision process? Like, what is he choosing from things that was put into heaven, in his heavens? So we, we're taught that it's going to be a new heaven. You got to have a new heaven and a new earth because the old it was the old earth and the old heaven. It, it has to pass away. You can't take that around and have make selection and connect with people. It won't work. You, I hope I'm making sense, but it's not going to work. So sometimes our people, many of our people that's going through things, they just need to really sit down and talk to a therapist. So a professional that's trained in the area of a certain amount of hours can assist them. Now, by birth, beloved, the original man, and original woman, you're a scientist by birth. You was raised to be a scientist. You was born. You came into the earth as a scientist. Freedom, justice, equality is your nature. But you're born to science. I mean, science just really just mean you, you know how to do research, evidence, you make a hypothesis, you know what I'm saying? Then you find information to support your. But we're all born to be scientists. We are all born to be biologists. We may not have the man hours in to get a certification from the devil. I'm just talking about who we are at birth. Because bio just means life, right? So, biologists mean the study of life. We study life every day. There's no such thing as two same days. But we see repeated actions in these days and we record them. We pass them down to our family or tradition. This is what it is. With mathematicians, with counselors, with psychiatrists, with doctors. Come on, come on, this is what it is, right? All right. You know, you're going to have to go deep into yourself and what you learn. Walking into your evolution and your new heaven and new earth and pour back your spouse and help them get to where you are. They're really your assignment. That's why you guys are connected to each other what we're looking for kind of like is a perfect person maybe i should say it that way but it's like there's no real there's no real it's no real thing so that's why i kind of use because we know celebrities so i use Lil little scrappy as an example i'm like beloved you know little scrappy is like you have to see what he's at in his creation story you're looking at his parents now you see him the sister that got with him she had to but we're not taught to see that. We're taught to look at the physical. Somebody's attractive. They can smile. Uh, the sexual chemistry is there. Being that the sexual chemistry is there, we kind of confuse sexual chemistry with relationship chemistry. It's not the same. You know, somebody taking a journey with you is not the same as somebody jumping in bed with you. Um, because sex, really, in the grand scheme of things, is not really the biggest deal on the planet. It's just so important. That we kind of like make it taboo and we're trying to make it something special because men have egos and they want to feel like they're special. But sex is really not that special. Um, It's important, but it's not special. There's a science to sex. So we know that sex is the fourth strongest energy on the planet. It comes behind the science of breathing, the science of drinking, the science of eating, and then there's sex. If you take one of those four things off the table, nobody exists on planet Earth no more. It's over with The whole thing is is done. Now, when men catch their old women in the act of infidelity, right? Um, this is what was going on with Steve Harvey right now. This is the room with him and Marjorie. This is what's going on with Papoose and Remy Ma, right? When you understand the position of sex being the fourth strongest energy, you also see that sex in the wheel of heaven and earth. Because remember that the heaven is the mind, earth is the body. Sex is a form of creation. Right? It's a it's a form of creation, it's therefore a procreation. So the way we coin it on this podcast is you always have to remember that sex is a form of genetic survival. When you're picking mates, beloved, you have to know that sex comes in two kind of um sex comes in like it's, it comes packaged two different ways. It comes in like a peacetime form, and then sex also comes in a wartime kind of form too, right? This is why beloved we teach our people that infidelity is not a big enough reason for a divorce men don't like to hear that they hate to hear that because it's an ego oh man somebody jumping on my old lady he smashing it, he flipping up man somebody put they dig in there i can't take you back they looking at the ego aspect women equally hate when we say that man. Right? you know sis infidelity hey that's not the big enough reason to do that We encourage everybody to go get an STD test. Now we seek therapy because we know all is the mind and the universe is mental. We know that the battlefield is the mind. We know that America does not necessarily produce the greatest quality men and women. So the spouses is going to have to get in the ring and do some of the guarding work, pulling out the weeds of their spouse. That is a reality, right? Sex, though, is genetic survival. Remy, Ma, if I just took her as an example, or this is any woman. The closer that women get to death, the sex drive is going to be higher because you got to remember, beloved, sex is genetic survival. It's a way that the body urges itself to live on. So. When we was kids, younger adults, right, teenagers, if we wanted to get an easy sex partner, an easy lay, a quick fuck, right? Because I'm trying to just kind of keep the language, but we just talking, we grown. If we wanted to find a female that was easy to fuck, you know, where we would go. We'd go to the projects. We instinctively kind of knew this. We couldn't, we couldn't verbalize why we would choose this location, but we knew it. We know you go, to, you go to the hood. And then you go to the projects. Right. The project is a hood inside of the hood. When people are closer to death, it's a human energy that kicks in. and goes up to another gear that make you hypersexual because sex is genetic survival. I don't want nobody to think that them and their wife have something so special that this woman cannot sleep with somebody else. It doesn't exist. The perfect woman that only need your dick and your dick only. It doesn't exist. You're never going to have a human being as a female so wrapped up in love with you that her own senses of self-preservation cut off of genetic survival. And she don't. It doesn't exist, beloved. So this is the thing in the mind. When you catch, when you have a woman that is unfaithful sexually, it is deeper than just she's a hoe and she that's low level vibration. She, oh, she's a hoe, she's a bitch, and I understand that. I get it. We from the avenue. There's something else going on there. So you have to be able to figure out because it's two different kinds of sexual drive. It's a peacetime. And then it's a wartime, and if this person lives underneath a certain level of trauma, we're just talking about females right now. If a female car- carries a certain kind of trauma, a certain kind of seclusion, her sex drive is, is going to be kind of a little higher. Unfortunately, this is why I like checking out. If a young lady was sexually assaulted, she got touched by uncle, or some weird shit, older cousin, something happened to her. You know, One of her mom's friends, boyfriend, step-pops, generally, that person repeats that cycle. And if not only that, because that's just generally, it's not everybody, but most times they repeat the cycle. And if not, their sex drive is higher. It's more open. Now, she just thinks she just like to get down and she's freaking and she's just a cool girl. Right. She's a little easy she love getting down and she's like doing her thing. Her subconscious is bleeding out because she's trying to survive. That body is geared to survive. She's been traumatized. She felt like in a panic state. So a sex drive is going to be hired. Remy came out of prison. Maybe I should say it this way. Because we know entertainers. We love entertainers. Remy come out of jail. And I, we don't know the threat of violence. That she's been living. She's already from the hood. So we don't know the threat of violence. That she may have been underneath. So that person come out. They may not. Now you can love on a woman forever. But just because you can love on a person. Doesn't mean that they could take other forms of love. But when they go into the arena of sex, that arena is genetic survival. Now, we have a peacetime sexual appetite as well. And we as men are here to provide, protect, instruct, avenge, and revenge. If you kind of look at it for what it's worth, it falls into the servanthood kind of realm. Where you're like in a servant position. But it's also like, it's almost like wartime. Provide, protect instruct avenge and revenge these are aspects in which a woman is drawn to you because this is what your calling is as a man that doesn't cut off with a woman so if she's around and she's around an energy where she feels like it's security there it's provision there right it's a element of uh avenging there he's a bad boy he can re- avenge he can revenge he can That energy is also going to be attracted to that also, beloved. And then you go into sex, what we know is genetic survival. The battlefield is in a person's mind. We don't never take it to the next step and say, damn, I'm going to see what's going on with my shorty because she keeps she's running around. She's doing A, B and C. It throw a lot of men off because they notice that um, and this polls that say this, especially with black women. You know, most black women start tipping out after 35. Ain't that some shit? (laughs) Listen, they don't tip out, you know. It's just the city girl thing, I guess. When they're in their 20s, they just, it's all genetic survival. We know it's sex. It's the four strongest energy. We get all that. But in the quote unquote midlife crisis, this is where women get totally out of its genetic survival. Now we have to sit down with somebody. If you can get out of your ego, goddamn, if buddy can get out his ego, that have to be taught out, thought out, and spoke out. It gotta come out because something is going on in the mind. Women don't like to hear this. Beloved, our sisters, believe it or not, and I'm gonna tell you some cold shit I learned about having the podcast. Beloved, don't you know when you talk to men about infidelity? And I'm not trying to just do this whole gender thing, but men are addicted to reasoning. They can understand it and say, damn, that's, they don't like it now, but they can say that's real. Women hate when you tell them that. And then, no, nah, he just, he ain't shit, man. My husband ain't shit. He keep running around on me and he he doing it. And I say, sis, where is he from? Oh, he from the east side of Detroit. No, he from Inglewood in Chicago. He from and I'm like, man, that dangerous ass place, don't you know sex for men is a form of genetic survival? Now, he can clean it up and he can play the pimp, the Mac, the player. You know what I'm saying? Because I get it. I was that way. I was raised to be this way by my uncles. I get that. But the more that you come from a violent... and It's not peacetime sex. Brothers are typically in that wartime atmosphere. They, they just... So genetic survival is a thing. This is why men in the hood is they're bragging like man, you know, man, I ain't hit me 36 shortages this year. You know what I'm saying? Which ain't the biggest number in the world and from a big city, that's pretty easy. But if you're like, yo, I didn't hit 30 girls this year, you know what he's really saying? He's taking pride in? He's in a dangerous environment. You can die at any time. But if I could sleep with thirty different women, my genetic survival is secure. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be here. I can always live here. Now a dude got five baby mamas. Six baby mamas. We on this podcast say. The black man is the baby mama making champion of America. Because a lot of our brothers got multiple children. We encourage the discipline. If that brother. Went through some trauma. If he went through the trauma of a little Wayne. Or NBA young boy, or a bootsy, or one of these guys that you see, or future that we kind of joke on them, but we know ultimately for men and women in that wartime environment, sex is genetic survival. The devil even knows this about our people. He knows this because he is the one, the scientific deceiver that created this environment, beloved. It just didn't pop up that. Time. Let me say it this way. Let me say it this way. Um don't you know that the projects was made off a blueprint of lab rats? I hope you know this, because we all know this by now. Uh there's a special that was out. I'm gonna have to try to find that special and put it on the podcast. If I can't find it and put it on the podcast, I'll try to find that link and I'll put up a link for it. Don't you know that the projects came out of a laboratory? And what the study was. They was using lab rats And they noticed that once they put lab rats In an environment They kind of spaced them out They gave them adequate food Stuff that they need the sex drive wasn't up Right? I'm talking about rats, lab rats Okay Then what they did was They took the living environment of these mice These rats and they stacked them on top of each other They made like Second floor Three story, four story kind of like buildings and then they put the same amount of rats but they packed them all in close to each other and then they cut down on the food supply you know what happened when they did that the mice and the rats became more violent with each other that's the first thing they noticed but then they were producing more they start having more sex more because it was a violent it was a scarcity it was a lack and they, re- they reproduced more alright stop now let's think about what just happened the mice had two different sex drives they had a peacetime sex drive first and then they had a wartime or scarcity kind of like uh i'm saying wartime but i'm like a violent situation violent area uh something an atmosphere that's it has a lot of pressure on it that's is negative energy the sex drive went up with the mice when it happened though more mice would produce the reproduction went up through the roof but the resources were scarce so you'd think like damn the mice would be like well hell no they don't got the energy for it. they found more energy now now let's look at the real world you see people with great wealth with money like these suburban kids and shit like that they don't have a large family you don't see a lot of those guys six five you know what i'm saying four kids in a household and shit like that when they got money you just almost don't never see that you don't see like the Bill Gates with a bunch of kids and Warren Buffett's and shit like that like you don't see these people with a whole lot of kids but they got all the resources like damn you would think y'all have it just doesn't work that way now you go to the projects everybody got kids all the women got babies somebody just it's almost hard not to find but the resource is not there so what the devil did after studying the mines and creating the project housing he made our people niggas and then he covered his tracks and he began to go through the nation, tearing down the project that he built. And he started pushing our people into the larger part of the cities. And now our people are making a little bit of money and we're going to the suburbs. So we can sit back and look at two generations of our family and we'll see mom and them had all these kids. They didn't have no money, but mom and them had all these kids, 12, 13, 14, 15 kids. It just was the normal. And then every generation where your people would spread it out and they had more resources, they had less kids. They did it in the laboratory first. What I'm telling you, beloved, is that comes down on a lower scale with you and I. With my woman, your woman, our women, your women, my family, your family, the male and female gender. This is how it works. All is the mind. And the universe is mental. It's easy, beloved, just to sit down and get your partner some help. We don't want to see our people get a divorce. We got to get our ego. Black men got to get our ego in check. Um, we supposed to be the most sexually disciplined one in the neighborhood. We do. But the study been out on us already like lab rats. They know they put us in a panic situation. It's a real aggressive. It's real. This is why the, the projects is hypersexual in the projects. Any project when we had the hood, the projects, the ghettos, because they tear them shit down, man, I'm talking about it was like a party. It was freaking down. It was because you're underneath the threat of death. So your chip is activated. You're going to go into the realm of genetic survival. This is why we teach, beloved, infidelity is not a big enough reason to throw your spouse away. It's something going on with that spouse that you may not know. And we have to get a professional on the job. We got to get some life coaching. But they don't like to hear that. Black women really don't like to hear this. Black men, believe it or not, they take it. Now, they don't like to say it out in the open. They ain't going to come out and over and say, damn, V, you know, you right, man, because I'm going through this. Brothers don't play it like that. You know what I'm saying? They come behind closed doors. They hit you up in an email and say, V, you was right. <laughs> that sister, she don't want to believe it because she was taught that all men are hoes and all this and all that. And she don't know, you know, sis, uh, all men are not hoes. You understand? But see, now we're dealing with a... We got to go to a new heaven, a new earth. The man is in your life and his heaven and his earth right now. He's dealing with genetic survival potentially. Right. And not only that, it's like, um, there's so many factors that drive you to that level for energy, which is the sexual drive. It's it's a lot of factors that go into play with that. Um, I know a sister right now, right? I know a sister right now that's dealing with a husband and, um, she, she left him, right? She left him. They ain't divorced, but she just left. And he can't stop quote-unquote cheating, right? Well, I don't want to say quote-unquote cheating. He cheating. You know what I'm saying? Her husband is a fly dude. He a young kid. He like my baby brother age. He a fly dude, though. He a real fly dude. But this is where it gets tricky at. He is from the west side of Detroit. He is from a neighborhood that's right next to mine. You know what I'm saying? And, uh... He lost three of his brothers to the streets. They was in the game. They were somebody's, but they're not here. He's the younger out of the bunch. Okay. Sis, I get it. You own your husband. I get it. He needs a different kind of help. Yeah, he's running around, but he's... You can't see he's underneath genetic survival right now. Now, even though he got charm and he's flashy and he's a he's a cool cat. All of this, you don't understand. Nobody can wear a mask better than the black man. Black men can wear that mask better than anybody. But that subconscious is screaming out. They get on me by saying, V, you think therapy can fix everything beloved I know that when the body is moving when the body moving beloved that mind is telling that body where to go now we got we're dealing with two different kinds of minds we living we're dealing with the mind on top and we dealing with the subconscious at the same time we dealing with this when I see a particular woman I can look at because I'm not attracted I'm using myself as an example I'm not attracted to every kind of woman. But most women I look at that I am attracted—it's genetic survival that's in me that make that person tied to me. So I come on this podcast and I tell a joke. I say, "Man, it's a couple of sisters that I look at online—they all the way ready." You know what I'm saying? I I say they all the way ready because they—they built in a way where I see them as genetic survival. Now I can't control that. So, in the form of discipline, you have to train yourself to stay away from that which you are attracted to. But that takes time. And then you have to go into a deep search. Okay, what makes this person a candidate for genetic survival? And then that's where the real healing comes out. Because, beloved, it's a sister called Haji Bintu. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How many of y'all know Haji Bento? Man, look here. That... that <laughs> Man, that thing ain't nothing but fresh water, man. Ooh, Lord. Chocolate drop? God, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Beloved, real deal chocolate drop. It's another sister called Loyal Trini. Right? I don't know if... Uh, I know how Jay Bento got an Instagram. I know Loyal Trini had an Instagram. I, don't, I ain't been to their pages in a minute. I just they came across my joint one time, and boy, beloved man, I, I had to show the wife. I said, "Babe, let me show you something here." <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna say that to say this right because this is my position when it comes to marriage. Whatever you like, and whatever you attracted to, you got to get naked. You know. Your wife have to be your best friend. If something is, whatever's going on inside of you and whatever's going on inside of her, y'all got to put that out on the table. You have to be naked in front of each other. Now, we're trained, beloved. It don't take us nothing to get physically naked. That's easy. To get soulfully naked is harder. Right? We can jump right into bed, physically naked, no problem. Walk around the house, physically naked, no problem. We take showers together, physically naked, no problem. Can you get spiritually, which is the breath, and soulfully naked? Can you do that? That's why I say you don't do nothing unless your spouse is aware of it. Because they have to know what is in you. So they could find out how y'all can help each other in this journey that y'all call life. When I hear somebody that got a divorce or getting a divorce, you know what i say? See, they never even showed each other. They don't really know each other. You know what I'm saying? They never got soulfully naked. So I tell jokes on this podcast, like, yo, you like porn, bro? Now, how many times do you look at porn with your wife? Because there's two type of men now. You know what I'm saying? Y'all looking at dicks and that porn, but that's your business. It's two type of men now. It's men that look at porn with their wife and their girlfriend. And it's men that go in the corner. They wait till the old lady leave to work or she leave off to go somewhere. And they go sneak in the phone and they look. A nigga that can live in a secret, that's a problem. A woman that can live in secrecy, that's a problem. Because so goes that mind. So goes that body. Whatever you continue to feed your mind is going to come out in that physical eventually. I don't care what it is. What happens is that when that behavior come out, you blindsided the spouse. They never seen his behavior now. Because you walked around, you kept it a secret nobody knew what you had going on so we have to teach our people to work on that new heaven and new earth you can't hold on to the old earth (laughs) you can't hold on to that old you married right you can't hold on to that old heaven y'all are one person y'all are one person right check it out um it's the thing that my wife do It it trip people out you know what i'm saying we go places. Uh, we just went on vacation, and in that vacation, you know, we jumped on the boat. We went boat riding. You know what I'm saying? We all in the Gulf of Mexico, and then we did ziplining. We ziplining is when you, you kind of, uh, <laughs> it's like some silly kind of like dangerous shit. You, they they put you way up on like three, four stories high in the air. You, you they strap you up a little bit, but ain't nothing under you now. You you get on that line, and you you zip over from one like one post, and you go over like another post, right? You know, it's kinda it's fun. You over the trees and buildings and all that. It's kinda loud, right? Anytime my wife got to sign, they I you had to sign for something, uh, it kinda stumbled people sometimes. I was signed first. And how she would sign is she would sign my name. Underneath for her name, she'd just put the MRS in front of it. So so it's my name on the first, it's on both both on both lines. They kind of look at it different, but that just that's a oneness. We're not two people. I'm VJ. She just misses VJ. It's not no, it's nothing different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're the same person. You know what I'm saying? We're not two different people. Oh no, man, we got rid of that whole that old heaven and old earth is gone. It's the new heaven and new earth now. You know what I'm saying? We got rid of the old one. It's the new one now. All is the mind though. You gotta communicate. Well, who you with? Y'all going to spend the rest of your life together, right? Whatever you do, bro. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you do, she got to know. You don't want to blindside your wife. You got another woman on the side. And I I seen this firsthand. And I'm just going to say a bit. I'm going to say a little bit of it. Because I don't want to say the whole thing. Because the whole story is near and dear to me. You don't want to have a side woman. And something happens to you and you go to the hospital. And your, your wife gets your phone And you're in a serious condition And she, all she can see Is messages from other women Coming in on your phone And you're in a critical position She's blindsided You don't want that to be like that bro You don't want your wife To go to the clinic To get her annual Right And she just walk in and walk out And she just go by a day But this suddenly hold her and then they show her some results. She wasn't, she blindsided. You got an activity going on she never knew about. I'm not, I cannot put my finger on this thing about why our men be so secret about every single thing that is them. I, I'm, I don't even get that. You would think the man, he's big and bad, he's the strongest. Now niggas be playing his old alpha game. Something have made black men sneaks. That's the part I can't even get. The sneaking part. I'm befuddled behind that. Nobody can help you. Unless you're naked. So we don't stand. For divorce here. Because you wasn't even naked. In your first marriage. You know how many black men. We know beloved. That they got a divorce. In their first marriage. They called their wife cheating. Now, they was cheating, too, but they leave that part out. They caught their wife cheating, and then they just felt so disrespected, and they, they divorced their first wife, and they got a second wife. Less than 36 months of having the second wife, they still cheating on her. But they look at us like we're crazy. Why would we support a second go around? You didn't even get naked the first time around. You didn't bear your soul the first time around. She didn't bear her soul the first time around. That's why it didn't work. So you go into your second union. It's not like you learned something. That's why we don't stand for divorce because America does not produce reformed uh, spouses, whether they're the husband or wife. So let me use it as an example. You know, when our people go down and get a divorce, from what I hear, it's just the devil. He's a judge and they got a lawyer, but there's no checkbox to say from the state. Cause you're making a contract with the state. There's none from the none from the state that says, "Do you see yourself getting remarried again?" And you check a box, and they send you to some therapists and some counselors, and they get you prepared for your second. They don't do that. They're not preparing you for your second union. What happened is, you take all the baggage that you brought from the first marriage, your same behavior and activity, and you bring that over to the second marriage. What's the difference? Then. What's really crazy is when you start doing the self-work and the self-therapy and the outside therapy in the second marriage, now you learn how to be naked in front of your spouse. And now you got a new spouse. And know what you're saying? Damn, if I knew I, I had to do all this, I could have just every man for the most part that I know, they always say, damn, if I know how to do this self-correction, I had to step up with my discipline and all this. I could have just kept my first wife. You know how many women saying, damn, you know. I learned that the stuff that is, isn't acceptable in my second marriage. Well, I was doing it in my first marriage, but I just thought he was tripping. Now I got my second husband. He complaining about the same thing. I had to change that. Then they started saying, damn, if I would have just changed it then, I could have just stayed with the first. Husband. Of course. <laughs> of course you could. That's why we know it's not about the person. You looking at the person. We say, no, it ain't the person. It's the mind. We're not confused. And where the battle is at. The battle is in the mind. And until. We let that old. Heaven and earth pass away. And we walk in. With our spouse. On the new. Heaven and earth. Things ain't going to get no better. But we got to build this nation beloved. And we got to build it quick so I'm gonna just leave it there I think we spoke long enough about this matter right but let's stay together if we can nation building that's the age that we are in as a people nation building that's all we concerned about we don't care about nothing else nation building and we must know that building a new nation starts with the mind. We know that our people is coming from crazy, concrete jungles, certain backgrounds, certain environments. Brothers, we got to be patient with these wives, dog. We know that America is producing our wives. We know what kind of women America produce. We got to be ready for that. We got to stand on our square. And we got to make our spouses better, whether we are the husband or the wife. How about that? Peace and black power to your family. Beloved, we thank you guys so much for listening. We thank you guys for hanging out. Beloved, this is indeed Real Black Content is Formed Podcast. This is your brother. Until next time, man, I'm going to get it with you guys. Peace.